Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. What's going on, listeners? It's time for another episode of Marvel Therapy Group. We're talking some Spider-Man today. Plus, maybe we'll play another Marvel game. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. So stick around, because it's about to go down. So, we are past Endgame. And we are moving into the conclusion of Phase 3 with Spider-Man Far From Home. And we have two trailers so far. We've gotten a teaser trailer. And the official trailer. We just watched those, like, right before we hit record. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Well, we figured we would normally talk about this during our monthly roundup, but Avengers Endgame threw us off of that schedule, so... Yeah. I mean, understandably so, because oh, yeah. Endgame was huge, and we already event. did two episodes on it. We, we talked about Marvel Moms, and now we're trying to get back on track with, with movie news, Marvel news, just to... You know, keep you entertained. Yeah. So, Spider-Man. All right, let's start with the teaser trailer. Sure. Yeah. So, what'd you think, <laughs> first of all? Um, yeah, teaser trailer definitely felt, uh, was fun. I think it starts off pretty fun. It's got, like, you know, fun music. Yeah. Spider-Man's, you know, doing Spider-Man things. I think it's cool, the first scene... Oh, I took extensive notes. I know. <laughs> the I first scene you. we see is him flying, not flying, but, like, gliding with his webbed suit. Yeah. Well, pun in, no, no pun intended, but, and, like, he's got webs under his arms. Like, he's, he's gliding. Do you ever read, like, the really early Spider-Man comics where he has the webs under his arms? Yeah. And it just looks weird? You're like, yeah, well, yeah. what's the point of that? That's what we get here. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, <laughs> spiders don't fly. <laughs> what? They can glide. Uh, Iron Man flies, and according to the official trailer, he wants to become the next Iron Man. Also, the teaser trailer, we see Spider-Man's being recognized, presumably for something, but he's on stage, there's reporters, um, he's getting a check from Pepper Potts. We know it's Pepper, just Pepper, because someone isn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing I was confused on is that his aunt was announcing Spider-Man. Like, the world doesn't know who Spider-Man is yet, so why would Aunt May have the authority to announce Spider-Man? I, I think the world knows who he is. Really? He's still yeah. wearing his mask, though. Well, but they know Spider-Man. No, oh, I mean, they know Spider-Man, but, like, Aunt May is just a regular person. Like, what? It's probably, <laughs> it's probably, it's probably she runs a charity or something that he's there to oh, receive okay. a check for. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like that they're going like, um, we're not going to do a whole thing of Aunt May says he can't be Spider-Man so he has to prove himself to... I like how we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. I like how they're just kind of working together now. Yeah. That's what the Ultimate Universe did, right? I never read far enough into the Ultimate Universe. But... Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so Aunt May is announcing him and, oh, right. The world doesn't know Peter Parker is Spider-Man because 
Flash Thompson is like, oh, I love Spider-Man. And then doesn't like Peter Parker still. Mm. <laughs> Happy and Aunt May flirt. That's fun. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I like how we're giving John Favreau more stuff to do in this <laughs> universe now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they flirt, and he's like, new dress? She's like, yeah, how'd you know? And he doesn't answer. Which, maybe they just didn't put that in the trailer, but, um, that's creepy. <laughs> how'd you know? That's, that's, that's oh, I was, just, I was just rooting through a closet at night. <laughs> or, maybe he's keeping tabs in the family. He's like, I was watching you buy that dress I, I think you're Kohl's. reading a little too into this, Joe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but we'll see what happens with them. And yeah, that, was, that, that was just, I thought that was a fun moment that you just turned into happy as stocking Aunt May. Yeah. So, a little differently, a little different read on that scene than I had. <laughs> well, he cares about them. Deep down. Um, then we get Peter Parker saying he's going on vacation. Is it a school trip or is it vacation? School trip. It's a school trip to Europe. That's nice. Uh, but he... We get the shop owner from the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. He's there with his cat. Yeah, I like how Marvel's putting cats in their movies now. I think it's funny. We got Goose. Oh, what if Goose... The next internet petition's gonna be Goose and that shop owner's cat get a movie. A team-up. <laughs> or, like, that cat in the store is actually a Flurkin. It's, like, Goose's offspring. Is that what they were called? The Flurkins? Yeah. That's my headcanon now. Alright. You heard it here first. No. That shop owner's cat is Goose's offspring. Well, we've established that Marvel Therapy Group has their own <laughs> canon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We... How many actors and directors listen to us now? We're like, oh, all their ideas come from us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I still remember the Ian McAllen. He's like, no, not now. I'm listening to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're on in five. Not right now. <laughs> Marvel Therapy Group. <laughs> oh, his passport. That was a huge thing that, that we we can speculate now. Uh, right. Yeah, that was a big thing when it first came out. People were like, why are they blanking out the dates? Yeah, there's no years. Um, but now we know with, with a five-year time jump, maybe the years aren't as important. Like, I mean, yeah, if you were, if you were one of the snapped, and then you come back five years later, your birth certificate will still say that original year, but you're not five years older. You know? No, you're just what you were when you were snapped. Yeah. Which props to the Marvel Universe for being able to deal with suddenly getting back, like, half your population. Yeah! I wonder if they'll address... Oh, keeping... actually, yeah, because, like, they're already going on a trip. Clearly the airlines are working. Tourism is booming. In Europe, anyway. But, yeah, that's interesting. Because... I don't know. In Endgame, I guess we got the impression that they never really... Society never really recovered. So maybe there's still job vacancies that people can just hop back into. You don't have to suddenly place billions of people in work. Or housing. Or get food for them. It'll be interesting. It'll see be interesting. if they address that at all. If not, we address it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. We talk about it. Probably not first. There's probably somebody on the internet that, <laughs> that has like a 40-minute video about what would it really happen if Thanos snapped out half the population. Yeah. Oh, before we go on, shout out to Haley and Connor, you know, our other hosts. They just graduated this yeah. past weekend. Yeah. Congratulations to them. Yay. Yeah. 
so they couldn't be here today because they graduated and they're either working or celebrating not not or both not celebrating them but like Haley has a birthday in the family so congratulations to both of them wish them well on social media you can find us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram to get that out of the way and also go find us and all those and like us and follow us and then find us on all the platforms that we stream on and subscribe to us there and leave comments and uh, reach out to us. If there you, off topic, but if you graduated in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who would you hope would be your keynote speaker? Oh, Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote in to, I don't know, like the, um, my college's, I don't know, like, I wrote to someone and I was like, we should get Stan Lee for our keynote speaker. It never happened. <laughs> but I supported it. I tried. Yeah. Um, which I think my answer works because Stan Lee, he makes cameos. He's a person, possibly a watcher, but I think it works. <laughs> what about you? Oh, my keynote speaker. Um, I'm trying to think who would be really cool. That's a great question, by the way. That's a really That's cool topic. Captain America. I think, right? He'd be really inspiring. Yeah. You kind of have to go with Captain America, I feel like. I mean, I think he'd be willing to do it, and yeah, he'd be like, oh, let's inspire these young minds and get them rallied for the workforce. Or Hank Pym. <laughs> I think that'd be interesting. Korg. Korg? <laughs> yeah, Mantis. Let's go with Mantis. <laughs> Not options. Yeah, or no, Vision. No wrong choice. No wrong choice. Or Vision, because Vision's like a supercomputer, so like what would he have to say? It'd be interesting. Or Nick Fury. Although I think, does the world, no, the world thinks Nick Fury is dead. Right? Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know how S.H.I.E.L.D. works anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Another sidetrack. Before we talk about Spider-Man again, we, we will get back. But Cloak and Dagger and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are the best Marvel TV shows. And you don't watch them, right? Uh, I don't. So I live tweet them every time, and I get, for Cloak and Dagger, I get a lot of responses, and it's awesome. So for any followers who listen to us because of Cloak and Dagger, thank you. Cloak and Dagger's awesome, and it's so great that we can unite over a, an awesome TV show. Um, we've I've gotten likes from Ali Maki and Emma Lahana, who are actresses in the show. They play Mina and Bridget O'Reilly. And also Joe Brokowski, who's a showrunner, which is cool. Yeah, anyway. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is awesome. The season is great. Sixth season. Only two episodes in so far, but it's very suspenseful and action-packed, and I love it because I love that show. Back to Spider-Man? Back to Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, so there's no year in the passports. It's a school trip. And what do you think about MJ? I like her. Okay. Like her, go good, good for Spider Man. Do you think that they're making her into Mary Jane Watson? I still can't tell. Probably a version of her. A version like them, yeah, MCU's version. Like I, I still can't tell because he, he didn't meet MJ in high school, right? Well, he kind of did. Did she's he? MJ? Well, in the in the MCU, okay, but in the comics, like his original story, I don't. 
think they met until they were adults. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think Ultimate Universe, they were classmates. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's like everything else. It's been... It's every different iteration of Spider-Man is how to meet MJ. <laughs> however, he needs to meet MJ, kind of. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where they go. I mean, I thought in at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, it was just kind of... They were paying homage, homage to the... No one knows how to say that word. <laughs> they were um, doing a tribute to the character with... What is her character's name? Michelle. Michelle, right. With Michelle saying, my friends call me MJ. But now Spider-Man is, like, crushing on her and trying to ask her out. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm sure whatever they choose to do will be good. Oh, yeah. And should I just keep going through these Yeah, it's just, 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 just keep going through it. All right, so... Then we get Spider Peter Parker and Ned, who is clearly based off of the Ultimate Universe's Genki, but he had uh, a lot of salt there. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean it's. I didn't mean salt, but <laughs> I'm just saying there's so many Ultimate references that you know that's where they got the inspiration. Um, oh yeah, so Nick Fury is in his hotel room, and Nick Fury can apparently sneak up on Spider-Man. He's a spy. Yeah, but Spider-Man has that. a Spider-Man has a spider sense. Although Spider-Man's not really in danger, so maybe he didn't pick up on that. It's Ned that's in danger, <laughs> not Spider-Man. What do you think? Yeah, no, he's a spy. I can buy that he can sneak into anywhere. Yeah. Oh, in Endgame, remember when Hawkeye does the first test run and he goes back into the like woodshed, mm -hmm. uh, like their barn. I thought that that was going to be during Civil War, like right before, um, who is it that enters the barn? Tony Stark? Yeah. In Age of Ultron? Yeah. I thought it was going to be right before that, but then like Nick Fury would be in the barn talking to Hawkeye, and then Hawkeye would disappear and, and Iron Man would walk in. I thought that'd be really funny, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, then we get the Elementals attacking. Um, where are they? London? Uh, London, definitely London and Venice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they said somewhere else. Probably. I don't remember. But we get the elementals attacking. Do you know anything about the elementals? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. Moving on. <laughs> I think they're just like the Avatar, but four different beings. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> okay. If anyone knows anything about the elementals, let us know. Yeah. Then we see Spider-Man in a black suit, which I think people have been saying it resembles the Spider-Man Noir outfit. Um, what do you think about that? It's cool looking. It's cool. Do you think he designed it himself? No. That was no. good. That's probably from S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, right. Okay. Or whatever I was... Nick Fury calls his group now. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe Tony Stark had some blueprints or... Um, models that weren't test prototype outfits and Spider-Man found them. Could also um, be true. But if Spider-Man is saying the world needs a new Iron Man, maybe he is making his own suits. Like if he has Pepper Potts backing him with Stark Industries, he would have the resources. Yeah. Well, also Happy's in this movie, so maybe Happy is bringing him suits. Yeah. I can't wait to see how he gets that new suit. Or what it does. Like, what's special about that one? Like, X-ray vision? <laughs> Night vision. Who knows? I don't know. 
Because it's black, so it seems to be for sneaking around. Sneaky, sneaky suit. The sneak, sneak suit. It's like, um, Shori. I call them sneakers. <laughs> uh, then we see Mysterio. Mysterio is fighting the water elemental. He comes in with these green rays, like, mystical symbols. Very Doctor Strange-like. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this because, like, at the end of the trailer, like, he's like Iron Man mixed with Thor, and I was like, oh, he seems kind of more like Iron Man mixed with Doctor Strange. Yeah. But then we started talking, and we're like, wait, does the world even really know who Doctor Strange is? No. Yeah, because he's kind of, I don't think he's done anything that would draw a lot of attention to himself. No. I mean, yeah, before, before his, well, before Infinity War, really. No one ever. No one knew about the wizards, the sorcerers, I should say. <laughs> um, and another side note: so at the end of Doctor Strange, we get the post-credit scene where it's Baron Mordo, and he realized that the spoilers, I guess. Uh, he realized that the Ancient One was lying to them all, being a little hypocritical with her powers. So he goes around to take away magic, but and we haven't seen that resolved. I always thought that would be what Doctor Strange 2 would be about. We haven't gotten a Doctor Strange 2 yet. Right. But clearly it didn't matter because in Endgame there's like hordes of sorcerers that come out. So clearly Baron Mordor failed. Well, maybe he's biding his time. Like, I mean, he's not going to go attack the monastery by himself. Right. But I thought that was interesting that he goes around, like he's already taking away powers from that guy that used it, used magic to heal his legs or spine or whatever. Um, I'm still really excited for Doctor Strange 2, because we're definitely getting one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's being fast-tracked to uh, replace what was going to be Guardians 3. Yeah. And I think that's a logical choice. Instead of cosmic, you go mystic. It's kind of the one that was probably easiest to get the sort of, you know, closest to being ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mysterio looks like Doctor Strange. So that brings us into the official trailer. The official trailer. Which, <laughs> so, apparently the thing, the new thing is, a lot of movie theaters have been showing the official trailer before Endgame. <laughs> which, I mean, imagine <laughs> going to see Endgame for the first time and getting Tom Holland saying, Get out of the theater right now! Tom Holland, first of all, telling us that there's a spoiler coming. That's a first. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. There's definitely still some people who haven't seen Endgame. I mean, I suppose they're thinking now people are going back for the third or fourth time. Or at this point it's been spoiled for them. Yeah, I saw it three times. <laughs> I do plan on going a fourth. I just have no idea when. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's, there's an official spoiler warning by Tom Holland. And I think it immediately starts off with him saying that Tony Stark is dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking at, like, a graffiti wall of Iron Man. It's cool. It's a good tribute. Everyone is sad. Him and Happy have a moment in the trailer. And yeah. they're, like, crying. Oh, you know what I noticed watching this trailer? Right after watching the teasers, you know how they have the scene where he's, um... He's, he's given the check for the uh, charity or whatever, and he's in his, like, regular Spider-Man suit. Yeah. In the, in, the, uh, in the real trailer, it looked like he was in uh, his Iron Spider suit in that oh. scene. So I wonder if they're digitally, like, they digitally replaced the suits he's wearing. Yeah. I didn't notice that. 
Because it looked like that scene in the kitchen was looks like the same one that was the scene between Aunt May and Happy. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. And Marvel does do that. They'll replace things. Yeah. So, everyone's sad. But there's a lot of action. I wrote lots of action. I don't remember why. So, Nick Fury goes to voicemail. <laughs> uh, Peter Parker is like, I'm going on vacation. And Happy says, you need, you can't put, you can't ignore uh, Nick Fury. Because then I have to talk to him. And I don't want to talk to him. So it's funny. But then he puts, <laughs> he ignores the call from Nick Fury. Which is, yeah, like, no. <laughs> You don't ignore don't do that. You don't ignore whatever shield is. <laughs> then Nick Fury finds him in wherever in Europe, somewhere in Europe. Somewhere in Europe. Do you think Maria Hill will be in in this movie? Um, she was in the trailer. Oh, she was. Yeah. Where? That scene where he's like, right. "What about Thor? Off world, Captain Marvel." Oh yeah, she's yeah. Unavailable. That's good. Which Captain Marvel's always unavailable. Yeah. I don't think she cares about uh cares about Earth. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> her movies, I'm excited for her next movies, because they should fill in a lot. I don't know what they're going to do with her. Like, they've established she's too OP. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it would make sense if her movies took place, like, next one would be in the 2000s and then 2010s, to show what she's been doing since up, till, up until Endgame. But it would also make sense just to continue it past Endgame. You know? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Interesting to see what they do with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but she's ridiculously overpowered. Thanos had to use the Power Stone to take her out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like when he headbutts her in Endgame, and she's just like, she just stands there, and you can see he gets afraid. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love seeing Thanos afraid in Endgame. Mm. So, oh, so Thor, Thor's off-world, they say, right? Yeah. So, Thor, do you think he's with the Guardians? Probably. The Asgardians of the Galaxy. Did we introduce ourselves? I feel like we. I, they know who we are. <laughs> That's fair. 20 minutes in. I'm Joe. I'm Jack. There you go. Just, just pretend <laughs> that this was at the start of the episode. There we go. Um, so, Nick Fury explains that a snap tore a hole. The snap tore a hole in their dimension. And Spider-Man, I think, uses the word multiverse. That's exciting. I think he, I think Mysterio's little liar pants. Yeah, definitely. And I was telling you this last night, I think. I, I tweeted about this, that my theory is that this is Marvel trying to test out how a general audience would react to a multiverse. And like they did, um, well, Sony did, Into the, Spi- Into the Spider-Verse. But that was animated, and it was a really well-done movie, so the reception was good. But how do you translate that into a live action? And some, and the culmination of 11 years of movies and storytelling. So I think this is them trying to just get a general reaction. But yeah, I think Mysterio's lying. Mysterio's lying. He's not from another Earth. No. No, I think Mysterio's going to... Like, like in Captain Marvel, they seem like they're the good guys, but he's actually the bad guy. I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. Maybe it's like a syndrome, like the Incredibles kind of thing. Yeah, that seems like that would make the most sense. Yeah, he's just like, I want to be in the spotlight. <laughs> it is Jake Gyllenhaal, though, so we know it's going to be something, something, something convinced him to come over and do a big Marvel movie. On the other hand, if Nick Fury said that, 
he must have the technology or know how to like see I don't know, know I, think, I think Mysterio told him yeah he used some he probably used some special effects to make it seem like he was telling the truth true I don't believe it Joe True. he's a little liar pants yeah like but Nick Fury's gonna be so mad <laughs> when he finds out he's been tricked or unless Nick Fury knows and is just going along with it and recruited Spider-Man knowing that Spider-Man would later need to stop Mysterio aha mm. uh-huh. Nick Fury's like a triple agent there <laughs> as Nick Fury is and does multiverse multiverse but I do you think the multiverse will come in at some point uh, I don't know. It could. I don't. I don't know if they really want to start getting into um, multiple versions of diff- of the same characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could see that not being a majority. Marvel wants to open. At least not yet. They don't. I don't think they want to have to deal with how come Earth three Tony Stark can't come and live in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. At least not yet. Um, give it fifty years. When they do the soft reboot, like the Star Wars and Star Trek franchises did. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of ways they could do soft reboots, actually. Skrull invasion. Multiverse. Incursions. Yeah. Yeah. They could do another Infinity Saga. Kind of like what they're doing in the comics now, where Gamora has the Infinity Stones. Because she's either insane, gone evil, or, like, possessed by Thanos. I can't tell. Anyway, also I'm reading it on Marvel Unlimited, so I'm six months behind. So as far as I know, that event could be over by now. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, Thor's off world. Captain Marvel is unavailable, but no explanation there. And Michelle, so Peter Parker's about to ask Michelle out, I think. And he goes, "There's something I need to tell you, right?" Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he's gonna. He's um. He's gonna ask her out. She's like, um, she's like, oh, you're Spider-Man. What'd you get? I like that we're not doing that. I have to keep my identity a secret thing. We've seen that. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I guess it is kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. For, to her, anyway. If Spider-Man is in New York, and then Spider-Man appears in, um, Europe, but every time Spider-Man's around, Peter Parker isn't. Like, he, he ditched in, um, Homecoming, I get the names confused with these movies, but he ditched the that academic tournament in um, yeah. Homecoming. He wasn't there in the uh, Washington Memorial. You know, <laughs> Spider-Man was. Oh yeah, Peter Parker was in Washington D.C. Spider-Man happened to be in Washington D.C. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Off topic. Just looking at one of your posters. It's like it's an old um, that one. It's like a poster of like the first Iron Man comic cover. Uh-huh. Why does his bicep look like it's on his elbow? It's it's a little creepy. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's like where you're supposed to it's where you should like bend your arm. We should take a picture of that and put it on the Instagram. Put it on is this right? So stay tuned. Also, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Yep, yeah, so MJ knows. Then we cut to like a um, well, Mysterio is talking, and he talks about sacrifice. And that's all I wrote. Sacrifice. I don't remember what he said. It looks like they're gonna. There's gonna. Looks like uh, they're gonna start bonding. So it looks like Tom Holland's gonna be pretty upset, and Mysterio turns out to be a bad guy. It's probably gonna be that thing where it's like he's looking for a new mentor, and it seems like Mysterio could be that mentor. Maybe. 
That's another thing. Do you think Mysterio is actually using, the, like, the mystic arts that Doctor Strange does? It's all special effects. Yeah? Okay. He's a liar pants. I think that if he is actually from another dimension, he could be the Sorcerer Supreme of that dimension. My official stance is he's a little liar pants. Yeah. I mean, no, I still agree with you, but... Marvel throws curveballs. We gotta be prepared for all situations. Do you have one last note? I do. And this is a really cool one. Peter Parker was wearing Tony Stark's glasses. Those were Tony Stark's glasses? I believe so. It looked like the same glasses he was wearing when him and Captain America went back to, like, the 70s to the base. And he puts those glasses on to, to see those two guys walk into the bunker and see that's an elevator. And then he uses it to find the Tesseract. It looked like that same pair of glasses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be impressed if that's what actually happens in the movie. Yeah. I think it's... I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you all the credit if you picked up on that. So, going forward, who do you think is going to be the center of the MCU? Well, they still have Thor. Yep. Um, well, probably the next Avengers movie will be, uh, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Doctor Strange. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man and the Wasp, maybe. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be the center. I think they're really going to focus on Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man's a fan favorite, and they even say in this trailer, like, the world's looking for the next Iron Man, and Iron Man was front and center of the first, or, sorry, the, the Infinity Saga of the MCU, so I think maybe they'll go for Spider-Man. Also, Marvel knows that um, many people still do not like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, or just Captain Marvel in general, so, I mean, she's going to have a huge leading role, I think, but they might put more of the focus on Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Brie Larson's a nice person. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I like I like the character. Brie, you should come on our show and just set the record straight about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Brie Larson should come on Marvel Therapy Group. I'm all for that. <laughs> the amount of celebrities we've said, if you're listening, <laughs> come on our show. <laughs> well, we're always looking for more guests. Hashtag Brie on MTG. Yes. <laughs> it's catchy. It's catchy. It is. I'm not saying get it trending, but get it trending. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can start that, too, on our Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag Brian MTG. <laughs> At Therapy Marvel. That's <laughs> us. Okay. Anything else about Spider-Man? Um, no, just looking forward to it. Yeah. Comes out Ju- July... July 2nd. 2nd. Uh, Tuesday? That's Tuesday. That's such a weird That's day. Interesting. Yeah. Alright. We're gonna play the game? Yeah, you wanna play the game? Let's play a game. Alright. So... This is a game uh, we actually played before on the show when I was when I hijacked it. Still a sick pun. <laughs> um, it was called. It was christened by my friend Justin. When you put it that way, it sounds pretty dumb. <laughs> so, how this game works is uh, we are gonna that's look up called. random. Mar- that's what we called it. When you put it that way, it sounds, sounds pretty, pretty dumb. dumb. <laughs> how it works is we are just gonna pick a random Marvel movie. And uh, we each have one minute to describe the plot of that movie. Well, we each get different movies. Then we each have one minute to describe the plot of our movie. And then in the second round, we do it in 30 seconds. And in the third round, we do it in 15 seconds. Okay. Different movies? Or uh, yeah, different s- movies. Or the same movie. Yeah. 
uh, different movies for each of us. For each for round? For each round, yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So, normally what I do is I, I, have, I have the movies <laughs> written down on pieces of paper, but I didn't bring the, the paper today. So, what I'm going to do is on my phone, I'm just going to Google Marvel Movie. And I have Joe's uh, Marvel Encyclopedia open to the uh, index page. So, Joe, do you want to just randomly point out a word? Yeah. I think it had Ebony Ma. All right, let's go with that. So I'm going to do Marvel movie, Ebony Ma, and whatever Google throws at us, that's the movie we're going to describe. I mean, it'll be Endgame, probably. Ebony Ma. (laughs) Can't describe the plot of Endgame in one minute. Well, (laughs) we'll give it a try. Yep, so Wait, Joe... I'm going first. Uh, do you want to take this one, or do you want me to take this one? Yeah, I'll go for it. All right. So one minute to describe the plot of Infinity War. Infinity War? Tell me when to start. Infinity War. All right, ready? Okay. Set. Go. Infinity War is the culmination of 21 movies, I think, no, 20 Marvel movies, following all the characters throughout the 10 years um, following the Infinity Stones, which have the power to, which have powers over every aspect of the universe, but there's this one mad titan. He's an alien, and he um, wants to collect all six of these Infinity Stones from around the galaxy to erase half of all life across the universe, in order to set balance to the universe because there's more people alive than have ever died throughout history. And he thinks that by doing that, um, the resources will be saved and populations will be saved and I have 10 seconds left. Well, wow, this is hard. Um, so the Avengers try to stop him because they don't want half of our life to be wiped out. That's it. All right. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, now it's Jack's turn. All right. Who do you got? Meteorite. First title of a movie, you see. So I see something about vibranium. So let's go Black Panther. Black Panther. Sound good? All right, yeah. All right, the plot of Black Panther. Wait, let me get a timer. All right, go. So Black Panther is about this character, T'Challa, who is the prince of the uh, nation of Wakanda, which is a secret, uh, really advanced nation hidden in Africa. And he is taking his father's place as king, However, that's challenged when um, this character Killmonger uh, invades his country and um, tries to take the throne from him. So really the whole movie is about him trying to protect Wakanda from this guy who has this plan. He wants to use the technology to um, you know, invade the world. Um, and it's more about him trying to figure out what's his, what should his role as king be like in Wakanda and how should he move the country forward. That's all I got. All right, 20 seconds. I don't know if that was the most accurate plot <laughs> description of Black Panther, but... I think, well, it worked. <laughs> all right. You left out some characters. Well, there's a lot of characters. All right. Are you ready for another one, Joe? Yeah. All right, so now, round two, we're going to make it a little more challenging. You got 30 seconds. Hey, you know what would be really cool? What? If you guys enjoy our show and want to be featured, send us a video of you doing this game. Ooh, that's a good idea. We'd love to see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, right. I, get, I pick someone. Um, I'm going to go with that page. Who's that? Chameleon. Okay. So we'll see what Marvel, or what, not Marvel, what Google throws at us. Marvel movie Chameleon. <laughs> well, it's far from home because people apparently think Chameleon's going to make a cameo in this movie. 
All right, let's go with Far All From right, Home. Yeah, you want to try to describe the plot to Far From Home? <laughs> yeah, without preemptively describe the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here it is. You heard it here first. Here's the plot for Spider-Man: Far From Home in 30 seconds. Go. Trying to recuperate from the events of Endgame, Peter Parker tries to adapt to a post-snap society by going on a school field trip to Europe, um, trying to get some normalized. I don't know, normal life back into his life. Um, but he gets recruited by Nick Fury, who wants Spider-Man to stop the elementals from attacking by teaming up with an extra-dimensional Mysterio, who it turns out to be a special effects guy who's not from an extra dimension. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Pretty good. (laughs) All right, your turn. My turn? All right. Falcon. I'll just go with this then. Civil War? Uh, yeah, I can do Civil War. Ready? Yeah, right. Go. So, Civil War, um, Tony Stark and and Chris Evans are <laughs> fighting about, um, if they think superheroes should be regulated or not. Uh, Tony Stark thinks they should, Chris Evans thinks they shouldn't. They have a big fight over it, and it kind of destroys their friendship. But what they don't realize is that this whole time they're being manipulated by this guy named Baron Zemo, who wants to show them that the, the wants to show Tony that the Winter Soldier killed his parents, and that uh, Chris Evans knew the whole time. Nice. I don't know why I kept calling him Chris Evans, but <laughs> that's that's all I could think of in yeah. three seconds. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so now we're in round three. This Fifteen is the, seconds. The final round. All right. Fifteen seconds. My adrenaline is rushing. Right. Enforcers. Also, I would not be surprised if the chameleon was in uh, Far From Home, because Spider-Man notoriously has, like, an exceedingly large number of villains. A disproportionate number of villains. That's what I'm looking for. Um, so the first thing that popped up was Endgame. Okay. Oof. I, okay. (laughs) Fifteen seconds to describe Endgame? Yeah. Do I get to prepare for this at all? No. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) Endgame is about the post-snap life after Thanos succeeded, and all the Avengers try to get the stones back and undo the snap and bring back the other half, the population of the universe that got snapped. Boom. That was actually pretty easy. I don't even know if that made sense. How many times did I say snap in 15 Uh, seconds? A lot. (laughs) All right. Who do you have? Moonstone. Moonstone. I'm probably going to get an X-Men movie. Captain Marvel. Okay. Wasn't expected. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. My timer. Ready? Go. Captain Marvel is a Kree warrior, and she really likes being a Kree warrior until she falls on Earth and was like, oh, wait, I'm a human, and the Kree lied to me. Now I need to go and destroy them because the scrolls that I thought were bad guys are actually good guys. And so she becomes really Time. powerful. That worked. Kind of worked. And so she becomes really powerful. <laughs> yeah, essentially. That was that was funny. She really likes being a Kree warrior. She does. <laughs> she really does. It's true. And that was, when you put it that way, it sounds pretty dumb. Except it didn't. I'd watch those movies. Those are good descriptions. Well, that is it for this week's Marvel Therapy Group. We hope that your Marvel appetite has been satiated for another week. 
Good because that's because that's what we're here for. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, uh, definitely check us out on social media. Subscribe to our podcast. You know, send us some messages directly. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we are here for you. So find us. Yeah, that sounds creepy. Um, yeah, I can't say follow us either. That sounds creepy too. You know what? Just enjoy the podcast and interact with us on social media because we'd love to hear from you. That sounds good. All right. Until next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.